0: Our friendship is like a babui. Initially, you're like, I don't know if I can do this today, and then all of a sudden, babui, you're there. But sometimes it's babui and it doesn't happen. Today we're going to see if we can babui twice,
1: or as many times as necessary. Babui, babui all day. How many babui's do we need to maintain our friendship? Babui. That's all I'm asking. Babui. We'll find out.
0: <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> blop, 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 blop. You're good at that, just middling it out.
1: Yep. Jack of all trades, master of none.
0: (laughs) What's up? How's your day going?
1: It's going all right. I got a first happening to me, I'll tell you on the podcast. A first. First experience. And that's saying quite a bit, you know? I'm a man of the United States. I'm a a traveler.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well-traveled, lots of experience it's shocking you have not seen it all yet i want to leave something leave something to my imagination and to
1: future me if i do it all now what left is there to do i wanted to rhyme there but it didn't have anything so i just fizzled out talking about
0: middling you know what i'm saying <laughs> case in point case <laughs> <laughs> you could have said um, damn it i just had it uh. What, what was the first thing? It ended with now, right? You said, I, want, I didn't want to do it all now or something like that, right? Creativity is fleeting. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you should have said, if I do it all now, there'll be nothing left to wow. You know, that's how you rhyme it and you failed, so.
1: Love it. Well, now I have it now and uh, this will never see the light of day and I'll use it. I'll take it as mine. That was my lyric. I said that.
0: I'm going to sue you as soon as your album drops. Your first and only album, I'll own the rights to all of your songs when I'm done. All right,
1: cool. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that other shoe. What if I only earn like $10? Are you still going to take it from me?
0: I feel like it'd be a matter of principle. Yeah. But that's <laughs> so, still, yeah.
1: still pretty cold, right? <laughs> it's cold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it'd be, it'd be more insulting if I took your $10 than if I was just like, no, that's a, that's a pathetic amount of earnings. I, I won't take that from you. But if I was like, no, I want you to have nothing from this experience.
1: It's definitely all about how you frame it, right? You can make a bad thing sound good and vice versa. All right, dude, stick your finger in your mouth, pop it out to the sky, and tell me the temperature and wind speed of today.
0: (laughs) I just checked the temperature in the room. It's 72 degrees, and we're currently experiencing no wind speed.
1: And that was a clap from the distance. Good job. So... Is this your ideal temperature and wind speed?
0: I like a little breeze, so no. You know, I'd like a little bit more, maybe three, four, five miles an hour. You like a light Uh, gust. Yeah. I feel like I live my best at like 67 degrees.
1: I've got fairly poor circulation in my hands, so when it gets a little cold, I kind of start to freeze up like an ice cube and actionable steps that revolve around picking stuff up, typing, just all the normal stuff is kind of like a no-go. So, I don't know, man. I don't think I'm a sixty eight light breeze kind of guy, but I also don't think I'm a ninety degrees guy sweat running down my back.
0: It sounds like you have a very thin margin of which you're optimized to work. <laughs> maybe that's part of maybe that's part of the issues you run into uh you need to get like a room that's one hundred percent controllable, has fans, heaters, coolers, the humidity. You know, you can control how much like sunlight's coming in. You can make artificial light. You can darken it very easily, you know, and then maybe then you can get your uh, optimal settings plugged in and you'll finally start to create something.
1: So you're saying I am a master in my skill set. However, the time or place is never lined up correctly.
0: I'm saying we have no idea if you're a master. Like for all we know, you've actually reached your potential or like you haven't. Well, but like until we optimize your environment, we can't judge it. Schrodinger's potential.
1: I have limitless potential. I am both full of potential and absolutely 0% potential. At the same exact time. (laughs) It's tearing me apart. (laughs) AJ, welcome to We're Gonna Stay Friends, the podcast that has two hosts, both of which attempt to make the title happen in the present, the right now, the gift in the form of this episode, hello. One of those friends, his name is AJ, he says something now.
0: I'm tired of being virtual friends. God, me too. (laughs) This is getting super old. This
1: sucks. (laughs) AJ, two-pronged question here. First, what is my name? Second, what should our catchphrase be for this episode? Specifically this episode. The catchphrase we'll say numerous times throughout this recording with diminishing returns.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that we... (laughs) are running headfirst into uh, sheer stupidity. Your name is Fender Jason, and I think our catchphrase should be "babui," babui. Okay, just phonetically spelling that
1: out for future me. Copy. <laughs> Customary egg reference. I think we can keep this streak going. I'm just going to say something real quick, and we'll get through it. Fluff up some eggs, man. Put some milk in it. 2% milk, whole milk, low-fat milk, fat-free milk. Maybe you're not into milk. Maybe you don't like that stuff. Maybe do some cashew milk, some so some almond milk, some coconut milk, some oat milk. I don't know. That's about it. Flip up, fluff up some eggs, man. Just put some milk in it.
0: Can you can you do goat milk?
1: <laughs> uh, you can be the first test of that and get back to me. It sounds promising.
0: Sounds good. Get a little goat cheese on there, you know? Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Dude, so uh, I'm trying to remember... Hold on, I'll get there. I found it. There you
0: go. You can do it. I'm collecting you can do it.
1: it. It's like a waterfall. I'm holding my hands out. I'm trying to catch the water because I think that that for some reason helps me bring all of my stuff home. But in reality, it just kind of slips through my fingers. Here's a little nugget, <laughs> AJ. Why ruin a good thing? Am I right?
0: Uh, are you? Yeah. Did I ruin one of your good things? Is it? Is this a confrontational <laughs> question? <laughs> I am leaving it
1: open-ended, right? That's on purpose.
0: <laughs> uh, I would say you shouldn't ruin a good thing unless you don't know you're ruining the good thing, and then only time will tell that you've ruined it.
1: That leaves me right into this subject. Thanks for bringing this up. I'm here for you. New Rams uniforms. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's been a doozy of a year for NFL uniform like reproductions here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they like. It seems like seven or eight teams have redone their jerseys. And I don't know why they all decided to do it this year, but a bunch of them did. And it seems like almost all of them are bad with a few exceptions. And, you know, I thought we had seen the worst of the worst. And then the Rams were like, hold on. No, no, no. We still have a contribution to this race. (laughs) Don't count your chickens. Let me let me ask this question. So before the
1: Rams, you said there was the worst of the worst that already happened. Which one was that?
0: I thought that the uh, Falcons did a particularly bad job. Oh, yeah. Uh, they yeah. were, like, bland. They were, like, a weird font. They used a gradient on the jersey, so it, like, fades from, like, white to black or something like that, or, like, red to black. And that just never looks good, I nah. feel like. It, it looks good. In, like, a photo shoot aspect, right? Under, like, ideal lighting, edited very well. It, that looks nice. But, like, the minute you get it on a field, it just looks bad. When it's, like, in the middle of daylight. and I don't know. It just never looks good. A couple of teams have tried it. And I felt like they they took a set of jerseys that were fine. Like, I never really had a strong opinion either way. I didn't think they were bad. I didn't think they were cool. And they just uh, kind of choked. Screw the pooch. Yeah.
1: You're right. The gradient thing. I thought we all learned the lesson after the Jaguars decided to make that helmet, that helmet with the gradient, the gold to the black. Ugh. So bad. Point number yeah. 2. Making a jersey, you have to consider the the environment it's going to live in, right? You got to think it's got to look good from super
0: close and super far away and in real life and on a camera. And it has to look good on your 380-pound lineman when he's yanking his pants into his ass and, like, yanking the jersey down and he's, you know, helping up a running back and pulling grass out of his face. Like, there's specific situations that you would need. Like, you should design these jerseys to make those dudes look cool because I feel like they designed the jerseys to make, like, the wide receivers look cool and then everyone else looks like idiots. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, like, don't take into account, like, 90% of the team. <laughs> they yeah. just like decided for these one dudes. You're totally right. The wide receivers don't need any help. And then, so <laughs> they, the Rams specifically unveiled their jerseys today or yesterday. I don't know what it was. And a uh, former running back commented on it. And they in all the pictures, they always use their star players, any team that does this. They always put like their star players in the jerseys, like release them to the public. They always wear uh, visors like those jet black, like blacked out tinted visors under the helmets and all these photos. And one of the guys commented and was like, this is improper advertising because you're not allowed to wear that visor. No one will look this cool on the field wearing these. (laughs) And I was like, that's a super good point. He's right. No one will look that good. They're going to look like dorks.
1: Uh, Yeah. What's up with that? I guess they wanted to make sure that everybody knew exactly who those people are. But also maybe maybe that's not that person. Maybe it's, it's just
0: a a, per, a standard. We we wanted you to we wanted you to see their name and their likeness, but we didn't want to have to pay them for it.
1: <laughs> so how about the Rams helmets, man?
0: I I don't mind the yellow and blue horn situation. I actually think that's kind of cool. But their helmets were way cooler when it was the white and blue situation. In my opinion, I thought that was way cooler. And now they suck.
1: I can't believe they went away from their classic helmet design. The one that takes all others to shame. Why did they take that away? Yep. Why ruin a good thing? This is looping back around, man.
0: Full circle. Just like that stupid horn. They <laughs> make it a full circle. Now. <laughs> around the entire helmet. Yep. They released a new logo like a couple, like a month or two months ago. Mm-hmm. And it was like LA with a, with a horn. And it got torn apart on social media. And I saw within 15 minutes I'm releasing it, some like NFL meme account was like, this is how they should have designed it and released like a just a slightly different version that was far better. (laughs) I was like, how did this person just take what you had, just shift some things and make it better? And you guys have been working on this for at least a year, right? Like this has been in the books for a while. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, what happened? Tunnel vision, man. Yeah, and then they just stuck with it. They took that logo and they're like, just slap it on the side of the helmet there, buddy. (laughs) You stare at something long enough and you're going to start to think it looks good. You're going to start to fall in love with it because it's just you and that logo in a dark room. Well, that explains our podcast and why it works. (laughs) I just stare at you long enough and
1: I'm in love. This, I can't remember what the, the term is, but you, either you or I have captured the other person and the captive is now starting to fall in love with the captor. That's why we're still friends. I think we cracked the code. I
0: know what that's called, and I can't think of what that's called. And that's irritating me. I can't think of that. Someone will figure it out. We'll get a text. Jimmy, Jimbo. Yeah. Dude, side note, by the way. Yeah. I wish that we could like, I wish that we could like send it like the Scrubs podcast does. We like had someone we consulted and then we could like splice in their sound effects, like the, them responding and try to act like we knew what they said and like get back in the conversation. I think that is so funny. And I wish we had someone we could like send questions to and just splice them into the episode having no idea what they said.
1: <laughs> If anybody wants to be our splice in commentator, just, you know, hit us up. We're, we're open.
0: We're ready. The job description is we're going to just send you ridiculous questions But in the podcast, we're going to be like, oh, what is that syndrome? And then we're going to be like, blah, blah, blah. What is it? And then immediately following that, we're going to have a little clip of you answering what it is. And then we're going to act like we knew what you just said. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be real fun. Because in reality,
1: that won't come until days later. But in the podcasting magic, we'll make it sound like we know. We know what's happening. We know what's going
0: on. That's, That's part of our magic.
1: It's nice to have magic, but I just wish we had a different type of magic like like
0: a useful type of magic.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like conjuring dragons and telling them to attack a, a town or village. Like that sounds That would be useful. super helpful. Yeah. You're you're the top dog in the boardroom uh, uh negotiations if you have that power, you know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, no yeah. Yeah, no one tries to take your job. <laughs> I like I like how you took a you know, very mystical power and then you tied it into your corporate meetings and how that would help you day-to-day at your 9 to 5. Dude, so
1: do you want to uh, ask me the elephant in, in the room question?
0: Yeah, I do, and I, I've been wondering ever since I learned about it. What are Jude's spoils?
1: So I texted you that earlier today, and this is the thing that has never happened to me before. Oh, this is it. This is it. Do you want a story or do you want a statement?
0: Oh uh, no, story. I want. I want to hear you weave a weave a tale for me.
1: <laughs> all right. All right.
0: He's stretching.
1: It was a day like any other. (laughs) (laughs) The sun was out. A nice, cool breeze. It was actually a little extra golden than one would normally assume the morning to be. Golden sounds more like sunset, but this is a nice golden day. 10 a.m. to 11 a.m.-ish. Jude and I are enjoying the outside, sitting on the porch. I hear a little scuffle, and he scurries away behind a bush. You know, I know exactly what's happening. Either a squirrel or a bird was like flying away or like a a acorn dropped from the sky, that kind of stuff. Some like little movement that got his attention and then his hunt dog came on. Side note, just so everybody knows, my dog Jude is a 20 pound dog, tiny. (laughs) So a bird started flying away. He, He never gets the bird. Never gets the bird. Always thinks he will though. With his confidence. And I kind of appreciate that. I went back in to get like a coffee. I come back out. He's just sitting down on the grass. Staring at me intently. So I'm like something's up. So I walk over to him slowly. His tail is wagging the same
0: speed I'm walking to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a metronome.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's trying to. He's, he's very empathic. You know. He's like
0: me and you are the same guy. <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> AJ what do you think was in his mouth? I'm terrified. It's a baby bird. <laughs> is
1: what I'm worried. It is. It was a bird. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was in shock, man. But I I made sure to record it because I wanted to gauge how big it was later. The head and the feet were hanging outside of his mouth, so it was that big. Okay. So not too. Was a.
0: Uh, do you know what? Do you know what type of bird? No.
1: Um. You know, not colorful and beautiful. It was like a brown, brown and black type one. That was like
0: a bird that deserved to die. Is what you're saying? Because it wasn't beautiful,
1: <laughs> it wasn't memorable. So I guess someone could argue that. Yeah, someone could argue that. Sure. <laughs> Anyways, it was dead. It was dead, clenched in his jaws. And I I don't know if he caught it and killed it, or if it like died and fell off a branch, or if it was a baby and was learning to fly and went straight down into you know not not the good end of the day kind of result there. Long story short goes all the way down the gullet. He Oh eats it. no. So I go back and get like a treat to uh distract him and he's so smart that I I know that I have to leave the treat out in the yard and walk away so he doesn't see me anymore before he'll unclench and get the treat. So that was my method and I was pretty proud of myself cuz he dropped it and went for the treat and I sp- I booked it back out there. I had to sprint like 20 10 probably 10 yards.
0: From me to the bird. Which is like seven more than you have any business printing.
1: Man, you're giving me too much credit, but yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I booked
1: it back out there.
0: Legs are burning. Arms are pumping. Hearts, heart's aching. <laughs>
1: yep. Left arm, uh, throbbing.
0: <laughs> Shooting. Just All the classic signs of heat stroke have set in. <laughs> On the verge of heart failure.
1: <laughs> so he clocks me about halfway there. And then, and suddenly it's a race to the
0: bird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad I wasn't out there. <laughs> oh God.
1: I, I have a chance at like kicking it, uh, but I whiff <laughs> and it goes right in his mouth and swallows that whole. So not only did he outmaneuver me, he outsmarted me and he got treats and a dead bird. It was a pretty successful morning for him.
0: Yeah, I feel like you enforced a whole lot of terrible behavior. Jude, one,
1: Jason, negative 10.
0: Jason, I, I have a question for you. When you realized this 20 pound dog <laughs> was racing you for the bird, why didn't you take out the dog? Like, why didn't you just go pick him up? Because <laughs> cause the dog was still chewing his
1: treats on the ride over. I thought I had a moment.
0: Yeah, you I, thought you had him.
1: I thought I had him. And uh, I was. I was way too. I don't know
0: what's the word, cocky. I I don't feel like you were way too cocky. I feel like most people bet on themselves in that exact situation.
1: So yeah, uh, new experience, pretty new one there.
0: It was that this morning. Yeah, how's he doing? Is he is he uh, sick? Is he <laughs> you know how's the bird digestion going? Waiting to be
1: seen. Apparently, it's totally fine. It's digestible. Dogs do this all the time. It's days of your type thing. The only thing I got to be worried about is if, you know, he gets like salmonella or something. So I'm keeping an eye on him. And if he starts to vom, you know, I'll deal with it then. But I'm banking on him getting through this just fine. Good for him. The shocking part about this, man, is he's not like a big dog. He is, he had yeah. killer instinct of like a giant wolf right there. And dude's like 20 pounds. That's the discrepancy that's getting eaten at me right now.
0: Uh, our beagle Dixie was a little little dog, and she killed many an animal, like rabbits, right? Yeah, like her and one of the, this other beagle that we would dog sit. Yeah, they cornered and killed a rabbit and drug it into our house, bleeding. And my brother was the only person home and had to like deal with it. <laughs> they like drug it up onto the couch. I think it was like a, it was a mess. Wait, so it
1: was a it was a beagle team. It was beagle team.
0: Yes, two beagles. Dose beagles, dude. And one of the beagles had a broken arm. He like got hit by a car or something. When he was like real young and his arm never healed right. And it, you could see it had like a visible bend in it or like the bones weren't set. And when he ran, it like flopped off funny. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And they, they, these dogs somehow <laughs> got a rabbit.
1: All right. I'm just, this might be a hot take here, but. If a rabbit dies from those circumstances, it's natural selection
0: for sure. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. If you can't
0: broken arm, Dixie beagle. was fast that time. She was younger. <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah. If you let a busted up beagle get you, yeah, you didn't deserve it. You don't want it enough.
1: Me as a rabbit, though, I feel like I'd lose that battle too. So, I think that's why I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable in saying that
0: because I know what side I'd be on. <laughs> you know right where you'll fall on the food chain. <laughs> Right, <laughs> does it make you afraid that Jude might be able to take you out if you're not paying close enough attention?
1: I think he's got me, yeah, I think he makes two calculated moves and I'm down, and he goes for my neck. I think he can do it
0: <laughs> after what I just saw this morning. so <laughs> <laughs> you should be worried. It seems like he knows how to how to play you. <laughs> you might need to start changing up your habits a little bit, <laughs> make sure he doesn't get too comfortable, so he know he doesn't know exactly where I am at every point in the day. Yeah, good call. Hey, uh, a couple, I guess it's been a couple, it's probably been two months almost now, I guess. Um, you sent me a little cardboard cutout you made to work with your laptop outside. Yeah. To like, cu- like covered from the heat. Yeah. Are you still uh, s- still rocking that? Yeah, man. Yeah, I was just
1: using it today. I've actually, my setup is pretty sweet because I work on the computer a lot and I hate being in the same spot. I need some variety to stay creative. So. I have like this laptop stand, it's essentially a projector stand or like a speaker stand that live uh, musicians would maybe use to bring up on stage. So I have that to put my computer on. And then I have that little box that you were just describing, which blocks the sunlight. So I can literally just pick up, I'm actually using it right now. That's what my computer's on right now. Otherwise I'd show you, but I can just pick up my whole stand and walk it anywhere. It's the perfect, I can set it up to the perfect height. So I just need to bring a chair in that little stand and I can literally set up
0: wherever I want, man. It's pretty cool. Have you made any adjustments to your cardboard box design? Have you had to make it, are you on like version two or three yet? (laughs) Are you still on version one?
1: (laughs) Well, I picked up some good notes from you with the, the Velcro. You showed me probably like four or five years ago now. You put Velcro on the back of your computer so you could put your external hard drives on your computer and carry your computer around. I'm pretty much taking that and I'm going insane with it. (laughs) I got Velcro on on the laptop projector stand, like I said. I got Velcro on that cardboard light pollution collector. So everything is sturdy and in place. I'm using the same like Velcro that I would for the external hard drives. And that's the same thing that connects that light thing. So yeah, it's pretty sweet. My next move, version two, I guess I would say, is I want to try to figure out a way to bring like a Bluetooth keyboard with me and use that um, so I can put my monitor up higher. Because if I sit for too long, my neck starts to hurt a bit. So still a work in progress, but I'd say
0: I'm uh, already on the space shuttle to the moon. I feel like you should try to integrate a cup holder into version two as well (laughs) get a cup holder and then yeah some way to get the bluetooth keyboard with you and you're you're gonna be cruising in my head i imagined you making like little duct tape pockets for like your apple pencil or like like a charger wrap or like some some various like accessories that you bring with you everywhere so you just load your little cardboard box up and walk around finding new creative spots did you uh Did you get an insight into
1: my whiteboard uh, mock-ups the other day? (laughs) (laughs) Because I got those along one wall, and I'm just working through that like Einstein worked through E equals MC squared, you know?
0: Yeah, you have like four deep and like two tall, and you just can like sling different boards all over the place, and there's various projects written on them. Yep, I feel like that would actually be super helpful for you if you had that. The different boards and stuff? Yeah.
1: In all seriousness, I did just buy like little 24 by 36 whiteboards. So, you're right. It is actually working very well. It makes me think like I'm Einstein. I'm working on some really important stuff. I'll lock the door and I'll pace for three hours. I'm accomplishing the same <laughs> amount of stuff. <laughs> this is a benefit to the world.
0: <laughs> I imagine like the... Einstein-esque breakthroughs that a graphic designer would have. And it they're hilarious in my head because they're so stupid. I don't on know what, what issues. Well, the first one was like creating the perfect pair of pants. <laughs> so like every figure you make, the pants always look perfect. <laughs> like having some type of simple law that you follow to make sure that the proportions and like the texture are perfect in every pair of pants. you design. <laughs> I hate how you said that because it sounds so beautiful.
1: <laughs> That's so elegant. Uh,
0: you can take that. You can work on that idea if you need something. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, here for you, buddy. <laughs> hey. So I
1: sent you a text maybe a week ago and uh you yeah. you own a Subaru dark navy with seductive black hubcaps and matching license plate. Do you concur with this? I would say yes. So that text I sent you. How did you feel when I sent you an image of a Subaru I saw in the wild, the same color as yours, the same hubcaps, and the same license plate? Spitting image. How'd you feel?
0: It hurt me a little bit because it was the newer version of my <laughs> Subaru. So it was not only was it like the same, but it could be argued it was better. <laughs> in some aspects, right? It's like Malfoy in the Nimbus 2001's. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I, I felt the same thing Harry felt. <laughs> I also immediately like overreacted and like got online and started looking at like things to buy to like separate myself again. <laughs> like like more more modifications to make to make sure I stand out further than I do. So, it was one of your classic you know, just, uh,
1: frantic Google searches to be more original
0: well yeah (laughs) i have those i have those two to three times a week anyway so you know you just you pretty much shifted the timetable forward a little (laughs) bit no big deal uh we'll get back on track in daylight savings time i love love uh, how you're
1: banking that in i love how you're you're already (laughs) taking that real estate in i'm already already that far away
0: yeah (laughs) there's always there's been like two or three things i've wanted to buy for my super i just never have because They're like a little bit more than what I want to spend on, you know, just like exterior modifications or whatever. And I went directly to one of them that I'm always very close to buying anyways. As soon as you sent me that picture, I was like, I could just do it. And then, you know, I'm different, different and better and different. Is it something to do with the windows? No.
1: Is it a decal of any sort? No. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was going to be like flames on the side of the car or something like that. Uh, not quite that overt, (laughs) not quite that overt funny side note. I just saw a car the other day parked in the grocery store lot where it had that side decal, except it looked like the decal literally looked like someone just like keyed their car. I knew it was supposed to be, it wasn't supposed to be that, but that's what it looked like. So style is different for everybody. That's the moral of the story. So what was your purchase? Your almost impulse purchase?
0: is it a new antenna it is a (laughs) you nailed it how did you how did you know (laughs) it's uncanny your ability to guess car things (laughs) uh it's a light bar that goes on the front grill portion basically so it wraps up from under the car and it hugs the front of the car and then you put some lights on it
1: no way
0: (laughs) oh yes way
1: So would the purchase after that be just all around the edge of the vehicle? Uh, not on the bottom, but underneath the doors, the the trunk. Oh, it's on the top.
0: No, the the front one is on the bottom, but the rest of the ones I would put on the top. Ah, would you ever get a
1: snorkel like you had with your Jeep? I didn't have a snorkel, so no. I thought you had a snorkel. I did not. You had lights. Okay.
0: I did have lights. Is that what I was thinking? Because they're so similar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very easy to confuse. <laughs> I'm just gonna assume that's what you were thinking. I don't know what else you would have been thinking. <laughs> Any attempt on my end to guess what you were thinking is just gonna be insulting. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> that's friendship, man. Nice. <laughs> I'm considering that a win.
1: You should <laughs> take your win and run. So that Jeep, was it easy to make a snorkel? Was it easy to I feel like the part was kind of drag and drop almost.
0: Yeah, you can get them. There was like three or four different ones. One of them was really easy. You just pulled off a portion of like the cowling by the hood there where the hood and the windshield meet. And you just bolt on this new part. But a couple of the other ones, you actually had to make some cuts to the body that were irreversible. So once you went that route, you never came back from that route. I see. I never did the snorkel because I lived in San Diego, which is technically a desert. <laughs> and, you know, not a lot of rivers I was driving through. So I felt that that was incredibly unnecessary thing to do. Yeah, but just and in case. And they're like 400 bucks. But just in case. I mean, I can hold my own breath. I'll be fine. Because you had a Babui. <laughs> Babui. <Baboo-y>. Exactly. <laughs> I forgot about that completely. <laughs> did you just glance down and look at your notes and see that we're supposed to be doing That's this? exactly correct. Uh, excellent work, Jason. Nice Thank you. Going.
1: Thank you. Um, just like I have excellent work during the podcast, you have excellent work ending the podcast.
0: Is it going to be excellent today? Here's the bummer, dude, is if we were in person, I saw that coming from a mile away, but due to internet lag and I, me not wanting to interrupt you screaming, I, I kind of just got smacked in the face with it. And watched it coming at my face.
1: I don't believe that. I think I'm just amazing. But at the same time, I know that you saw it coming, and you saved your verbiage for after. And I appreciate that. And I'm taking advantage of it, is what I'm
0: saying. All I'm saying is, basically, every time you get me to end the podcast, <laughs> you go <laughs> something to affect. I know. Of. I know. Just like you, blah 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 blah. How are you gonna blah 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 end the podcast? And I just, I saw you go just like you and I'm like, son of a, this is it. This is it coming. And I'm already probably two to three seconds behind because this damn internet and I got, I got nothing. I can't do anything about it. I'm just going to have to take this. Uh
1: uh-huh. I, when I was saying it, I actually recognize that in of myself today. So I'll get, I'll get more creative. So it feels like I'm winning because I'm more successful and not the internet connection. How does that
0: sound? It sounds great, but it's been a year and we are who we are. So I, I don't have high hopes for your change. Uh I'm going to end Ouch. this. <laughs> and I want everyone to not take this ending so harshly, just like I took Jason forcing me to end it so harshly. I want you to take it. Take it well. I want you to take it, be happy with it, and just be glad at the time we spent together in quarantine, making you laugh, making you cry, making you think about how Jason fancies... Uh, cardboard and Velcro, very, very much in his life, and I want you to just take all those things and uh, you know, sit on it until next week. In terms of cardboard and Velcro, I learned from the best. You, yes. <laughs> you are a magician with cardboard and Velcro, and if I were to give you any sturdier materials, you would immediately be disqualified from using them. You can make anything in the world with cardboard and Velcro, and if I gave you real stuff, it wouldn't work out so well. Yeah, you know, there's those like DIYers online that are like, "Hey, I was outside working on my laptop and it got a little hot from the sun, so I built this crazy thing out of carbon fiber and I made this. All. You know, he has some crazy write-up. It took him like six hours. He spent a thousand dollars. And Jason's like, I had a pizza box and six feet of Velcro, and my <laughs> laptop hasn't seen the sun in six months. I want to make that video. We should. Yeah. that should be our. That should be our. <laughs> our video, our first video back on YouTube.
1: <laughs> I was, I was out in the sun, you know, and it was getting really hot. So I decided to take this cardboard <laughs> and manipulate. Will you do it. an
0: impression of me. Cause I, I feel like you nailed it. I, you know, when I, when I need to, I'm clutch. He takes a big sip of his tea. All right. Well, that's how we're ending. it.
1: Blop, 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 blop. So how many boo did it take to crack our friendship wide open into infinity?
0: Well, you forced it once, They right at the end. So I think you barely got us home. I think without you, we would have imploded upon landing. Got us on a technicality. Sometimes it works (laughs) like that. Hey, we're going to still put it in the win column no matter what. Hey, TKOs are knockouts, man. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that what you say to yourself when you're working on on your martial arts? (laughs) When you're doing like thumb locks, you're like, TKO still (laughs) counts
1: If I haven't before, I will now. You can be sure of it, babui.
0: <laughs> so that's the name, right? Our babui. You could say the babui. Make it really like, whose whose is it? What is it? You know, like make it very weird. Who's babui? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bing, bam, boom. All recipes.